Yud Zayin Adarishon Tafshin Ayin Dalid. We're coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Moshe with 
Todah opens things up here on the Israel Show. Welcome one and all. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Mayor Weingarten. We are here with you live, 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 I emphasize, every Monday, immediately following JM in the AM on the stream at NachumSiegel.com. Available, of course, on your iPad, your iPhone, every possible internet connection that you could find, we're available. And uh, we are also podcastable, and if you can, uh, you can go to the iTunes uh, store, you can get the podcast, and you'll just have the show delivered into your computer, or into your iPhone, etc., into your gadget, gizmo. You'll have it delivered automatically every week. I love it. It's so cool. It is so cool. I podcast uh, other of the Nachum Siegel Network shows, and uh, it's great. You just see them coming right in, and you can listen to them whenever you want. Um, our Facebook page, we update throughout the show with links to the video clips of music we played. We just updated Toda with Chaim Moshe. We uh, hit the jackpot. We hit 200, actually 201 likes on our Facebook page. And we thank you all so much. And the latest likers, Mike, Esther, Yigal, Bubba, or Buba, I'm not really sure, Darren, Monica, thank you all for your likes and encourage all of your friends to do the same. We want to keep growing. And the more likes on the page, the more popular it gets, the more exposure we get. It's facebook.com slash the Israel Show. Um, do you know who Martin Schultz is? Martin Schultz spoke in the Knesset last week. He is a German diplomat, but he is also, more importantly, the president of the European Union's parliament, which means he's one of the heads of the European Union, a very important function. And in general, he is uh, considered a pro-Israel diplomat, a supporter of Israel amongst uh, the German foreign ministry. Last week he spoke at the Knesset and he made a very damning accusation against Israel. And it turns out that it ain't true. It ain't not true. <laughs> it's, it's, it's absolutely false. We will discuss what he said and why it's wrong right after... Idan Reichel and his classic Mima Amakim. Stay tuned to the Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are listening to the Nachum Siegel. Thank you. 
Here on the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network, lots of news this past week in Israel. As we speak, by the way, the Knesset is voting on a uh, group of laws that are supposed to be, um, they're under the banner of Shivyon Banetel, equitable distribution of the burden of running the country, and that includes the most uh, controversial, which is the question of the Haredi community service in the Israeli army. Uh, this was a main point of the Yesh Atid party's platform in the last elections. They were going to bring to a more, f- a more equitable, a fairer distribution uh, their joke during the election uh, campaign always was that uh, in Israel, a third of the people pay taxes, a third of the people work, a third of the people, and a third of the people uh, serve in the army. The only problem is it's the same third. Well, the group of laws that are going to be passed uh, this week, which supposedly, according to the uh, PR, according to the public statements, is supposed to bring about ultimately the service of the Haredi world in the army. We'll see what will happen. I am predicting here, I'm ready to go public, the Haredi community will not be drafted. The Haredi community will not serve in the army, and uh, it will stay that way. Ultimately, what will, uh, I think what will happen will be that the Haredi community will be allowed to make its way into the workforce, and that is an important part of what the laws are trying to accomplish, although they don't want to say so publicly. That's my opinion. Time will tell if it's true or not. Last week, a major brouhaha, if you will, in the Knesset, as uh, Martin Schultz addressed the parliament, Israeli parliament. This is uh, a German diplomat who now is serving as the president of the European Union parliament, very important role as a leader of the European Union, and Israel has a lot invested in the European Union because they trade with Europe, and a lot of Israeli exports go to Europe, probably the closest uh, countries that Israel can trade with because they can't trade with the Arab countries. So it's important, the relationship with them and with this Martin Schultz. Now, he got up in the Knesset, and he made an allegation which quite frankly, um, was rather astounding. Here's what he said. This is a quote. He said, A young Palestinian asked me, why is it that an Israeli can use 70 cubic meters of water and a Palestinian only gets 17 cubic meters? I haven't checked this information, so continues Mr. Schultz, I'm asking you if it's true. 
Now, first of all, that in itself is an amazing statement. This diplomat, this world leader gets up in a parliament, levels an accusation based on information that some kid told him, and he didn't check it out before he got up and he said it? (laughs) That's astounding. Well, the leadership of um, Habayita Yehudi Party got up, protested, and walked out. And uh, that made a big scene. Of course, all the media in Israel were covering this story and were making a big issue of the fact that they got up and they interrupted his speech and that they walked out and how should how do you do so to a friend and to an ally and you'll get him upset and it's not right and he's so important. I remind you that just a few weeks ago, ladies and gentlemen, we here spoke about the speech of Stephen Harper, the Prime Minister of Canada, not a small country, and how his speech was interrupted and heckled by the Arab members of Knesset because it was too right-wing, it was too supportive of Netanyahu and his policies. Nobody had any major, well, that's democracy, you know, this is, this is the vibrant Israeli democracy. Yes, he's a foreign leader, and yes, he gets heckled, but this shows you how important it is that Israel's a democracy, that even an Arab can heckle a leader of, of a foreign country, a head of state. But if the Bayit HaYehudi, if Mr. Bennett or Yogev get up and protest the statement by the head of the European Union, oh my gosh, how do they do that? How do they insult a friend? That's terrible. The bigger, I think, picture, the bigger, more important picture is this. It's just not true. And without, I don't want to bore you with numbers, but I will just tell you it's not true. Two two facts, just to give you an idea. In the signed agreement between Israel and the Palestinian Authority, Israel is to provide the Palestinian Authority with 31 million cubic meters of water, whatever that is, doesn't matter, that just gives you a number to work with, 31 million cubic meters. In fact, Israel supplies them with 56, not 31 that they agreed to, 56 million cubic meters of water. We all know how important water is in Israel. We all know it from as way back as the, as the Torah. As Kriyat Shema, V'hayayim Shema Tishma'u. If we listen to God's commandments, if we behave properly, then God will bring rain in its time. Yorei Malkosh, the first rains and the last rains. Everything in Israel is based on rain. All the agriculture and therefore the income and food we know this time immemorial that rain is the key to life in Israel and how it depends on God and how in Israel, unlike in Egypt, the Torah tells us in Egypt there's a Nile that keeps providing water in Israel there isn't and you have to rely on God and so forth and so on. That's why the state of Israel from day one invested in technology, in infrastructure, to desalinate water, to bring water from water sources, various water sources, to the places in Israel that they were needed. Israel spent billions, I guess, of dollars in the last 65 plus years to make sure that they have proper water supply. 
the Palestinian Authority didn't want to invest anything. Oh, but they have complaints. Israel offered the Palestinian Authority to help them invest in water infrastructure. No, not interested. But here's another great piece of information that I saw. In 1967, before the quote-unquote terrible occupation of Israel, when the Palestinian people, the Palestinian Arabs, I should say, that were living in Yehuda and Shomron were under Jordanian occupation, only 10% were connected to the water supply. Can you imagine that? Only 10% had water, flowing water. You want to guess? In 2013, what percentage of the Palestinian Arabs and the Palestinian authorities are connected to the water system? From 10% in 1967 when Israel came in to 95.2%. How can any diplomat who respects himself, who considers himself to be a serious person on the international scene, how could he get up in the parliament and make this accusation and even admit that he hasn't checked it? when the facts are so, so different. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the Arabs have no problem making up facts, quote-unquote facts. We know this. This is a big issue. We face it time and time again. And here it is, hoodwinking the President of the European Parliament, Mr. Martin Schultz. So kudos to the Baida Yehudi for calling him out on it, for walking out on him. Prime Minister Netanyahu later answered him as well. And uh, now you know the real rest of the story. My name is Mayor Weingart, and you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Here is Avishai Cohen. With Shalom Aleichem, a Meir Milim segment coming up a little later in the show. Stay tuned on the Nachum Siegel Network.
In our Meir Milim segment, we shed light on a word or phrase in the Hebrew language. Meir Milim is inspired by the radio segments of Dr. Avshalom Kor and informed by the teachings of Dr. Lior Gottlieb. We're all familiar with the dramatic pasuk, the one where Yosef can hold back no more, and he reveals himself to his brothers. Velo yachol Yosef lehit apek. But this word doesn't just appear now, lehit apek. It connects us with an earlier pasuk. Seeing his only full brother, Yosef is overwhelmed with emotions, but he still has a plan to carry out. He can't lose it now. He runs into another room and he cries there, away from everyone else. Now back to the game, back to the charade. He washes his face, comes back into the room and... Vayit Apak. He controlled himself. He held back his emotions. He controlled his tears. Vayit Apak. Only later, in the showdown with Yehuda, we are told, Velo Yachol Yosef Lehit Apek. Vayitenet Kolobivchi. Now, he cries out loud. Now, not in the privacy of his room, not hidden tears. Now he lets it all out. And everyone, all of Egypt, can hear him. Hit apek, hold back, control oneself. This exact word, vaitapek, appears in only one other place, about Haman. Haman wants to lash out at Mordechai, who won't bow down before him, but he doesn't. He holds himself back. Vaitapak Haman. But wait. Shmuel tells Shaul, don't bring the Olah sacrifice until I get there. Wait for me. But Shaul the disobedient king that he is, can hold himself back. He brings the Ola. Of course, no sooner is he done when who shows up if not Shmuel. Shmuel confronts him. Me'asita, what have you done? Shaul tries to excuse himself. The enemy was getting closer. I looked for you. I, I did, but you weren't here yet. The door gate, my homework. I, I got scared. I couldn't control myself, so I brought the sacrifice before your arrival. Va'etapek va'a'ale ha'ola. Wait a second. I thought va'etapek means one who controls himself. Here Shaul is arguing that he couldn't control himself. Shouldn't it say, v'loyacholti lehitapek? So we need to define this word just a bit more. Let's dig a little deeper. The basic meaning of the word afek is strong. When you are mit apek, 
you strengthen yourself, you steal yourself and overcome your natural inclination. Yosef desperately wanted to reveal himself, but he also had a bigger agenda. He strengthened himself and overcame his natural emotional will. Haman was furious at Mordechai, but he summoned all his strength and overcame his natural will. Shaul wanted to carry out Shmuel's command. He wanted to wait for Shmuel, but he felt that the greater good required him not to. In his own eyes, Shaul was mitapek. He strengthened himself to overcome his natural will, that of obeying the Navi Shmuel. It's a subtle point. Shaul saw his actions as one of greatness. He overrode his feeling of obedience to Shmuel for what he believed was the greater good. As Radak explains in Shmuel, Lehitapek means Lechazek Libo Laavor Al Ritsono to strengthen your heart in order to disobey your natural will. It's interesting that the Targum always translates Vaitapek as Veit Hasanit. The word Hasson means strong. The Targum understands that Vaitapek in its essence, at its core, means strength. Let's review. Afek means strong. Lihitapek means to steal yourself, to find the inner strength in order to go against your natural will. A spin-off of the word afek takes on a different, although related, meaning. Here's a hint. <laughs> We'll discuss Afikei Mayim and Ka'afikim Banegev next time. And that's this week's installment of the Mayor Milim segment. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> Zakeinu 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 <laughs>
Bring us home to the land of Israel. Lift us up to the land of Israel. We call it Aliyah because we are rising. We are ascending. And Nefesh Benefesh helps you do that. Nefesh Benefesh is there with support for potential Olim. They provide employment resources, assistance with government, governmental absorption, community-based guidance and support, and need-based financial aid. All this makes each individual's aliyah as successful as possible. Their charter flights, commissioned El Al flights filled with Olim, are legendary. And the ceremonies upon the rivals of Olim are rivaled by no other emotional uh, no other emotions that you could imagine. Nefesh Benefesh, they really made Aliyah an in thing for Jews in America, both as as something that you're proud of doing and making it easier to do so. Visit their website, nbn, Nefesh Benefesh, nbn.org.il, nbn.org.il. And their Facebook page, facebook.com slash Nefesh Benefesh. The Israel Show is proud. We are very proud to be sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh, who are revolutionizing Aliyah. That was Yosef Kardiner. Before the Meir Milim segment, we had uh, another Ariel Zilber classic, Betibam. And um, we will continue to introduce you to music by Carney Eldad. She has two albums out. One is covers of Shlomo Kalbach songs. The other is covers of uh, old Zionist songs going back to the 20s and the 30s. And uh, the one we're going to play today, Nichu Tzilalim, is a lullaby written in the 1800s by a poet by the name of Shaul Chernachovsky. You might know him from the street that's named after him in Yerushalayim in a popular neighborhood. And uh, this is a lullaby, which, like many other lullabies, by the way, like um, 
uh, Rockabye Baby on the treetop. Some parts of it are a little scary. I don't know, why would you sing a lullaby to a kid about uh, a baby who's in a treetop and then the branch breaks? When the branch breaks, the baby will, will fall and down will go baby, cradle and all. I, I don't get that. But anyway, um, in this lullaby, Shal Chernachovsky writes about um, the mother singing to the to the child how important it is for him to remember that he is a Jewish person. Ivri hincha b'ni, achzehu ashrecha gam asoncha. You are an Ivri, a Jew. This is good for you, but it's also a disaster for you, a, a bad thing, if you will, for you, because of all the anti-Semitism, as we know, and at that time, because there was no state of Israel, no place for them, for the Jewish people to call home. Choter geza am kadmonim, you are a branch of an ancient nation. Um, when you grow up, you're still a child, when you grow up, you'll know about the great things that your nation has done. As tavina nitzurot yifal ya'al. And then you'll also understand all the great things that there are still to come when their sun rises. Imgam ya'acher yom Even if the day of redemption does tarry, Yitzad sha'al sha'al, it marches slowly, deliberately, sha'al sha'al, step by step. Al tiva'esh, don't get despondent. Now, this is sung by Karniel Dad all in Mila'el, because in the 1800s, that's the way the Israeli, the um, Zionists and the Hebrew poets wrote poetry. Everything was Mila'el. Im gam yacher yom ha yitzad shal shal al tivoyesh aser tikva ochim shenu yaal. So uh, don't be surprised by that. That's the way they did it back in the day, and it, there's there's a certain beauty to it now, even though all the words are just mispronounced. Carney El Dad off of the album Shirei Artsi Nitzut Slalim. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Simon with Amen. That's a classic uh, Israeli song done often, by the way, by uh, a cappella groups. That is the Israeli song of the Eurovision contest of 1995. Well, it only came in eighth place. A couple of um, little points to uh, share with you. I put it up on the Facebook page last week, and I want to mention it on the air as well. We are big fans of Rabbi Dr. Lord Jonathan Sachs. And uh, he, uh, what can I say? He, he's amazing. He is amazing. I understand that he's teaching now. He just retired from his job as Chief Rabbi of the United Kingdom of Britain, Great Britain. He was uh, doing that job, I believe, for 20 or 30 years. And now he uh, part-time is teaching, I believe, at YU. And if you have an opportunity to go up and hear him, that would be great. But he also has uh, his uh, material out via the Internet. You can get his Parsha thoughts every week emailed to you. Or, yes, now they're podcast. So if you go onto iTunes and do a search for Office of Rabbi Sachs, S-A-C-K-S, you will be able to get uh, podcasts of that, have it, sent to you on a regular basis, and I highly recommend it. Uh, do a Google search for Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, or just Jonathan Sachs, and you'll see other ways of getting his material. You can have it emailed to you as well. All the different ways are there. It's just fantastic stuff. He does not disappoint. So I encourage you to go ahead and, uh, and get that. Um, one of the big stories in Israel this week... This past week and this and the current and current week is uh, the Hadassah Hospital. Major strike by the doctors and nurses there and the workers at Hadassah Hospital because basically suddenly somebody discovered that they're out of money. <laughs> it's almost like the United States of America. Suddenly somebody discovered that we're out of money. And um of course, nobody's to blame. That's always how these things work. Nobody's to blame. The board of directors aren't to blame. The director isn't to blame. The CFO isn't to No one's to blame, he said cynically. Anyway, um, the thing that uh, is interesting to note is that the Hadassah Women Organization of America actually are the owners of the hospital. They're, I mean, the hospital is an organization, but their organization is in charge of it. They fund it, a good part of it, and uh, a good part of the members of the board of directors are from the Hadassah Women of America. So I don't know how this is going to play out, but but um, you know, keep an eye out for it. It's a very very interesting um, situation that is playing out in Israel right now as we speak, and we'll continue to do so in the coming weeks. I am sure we're going to end off the show with. Uh, Ode to Joy, a, a Hebrew version of Ode to Joy. Shiru la simcha shebanu. Adi Cohen and Alon Harari bring us this one. But of course, we will not end the show before we say thank you so much for listening. Thanks for all your Facebook likes, your Facebook comments. Facebook.com slash The Israel Show. We hit the 200 barrier this past week. We are at 201 likes and um, we appreciate it very, very much, more than you can possibly imagine. Um, we thank our sponsors, Nefesh Benefesh. We thank the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network. And my very special thanks, as always, 
to Nachum Siegel. Tech Talk with Aryeh Lightstone follows immediately after the Israel show. Stay tuned for that. And after that, stay tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network for a great music Monday mix. Until next Monday, following JM in the AM, beginning of the JM in the AM marathon next Monday. This is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race. Oh, it's me.